I'm just reading our own show notes. Let me tell you, getting notifications that were in like show notes, I realize it's us and it's my own like Twitter moment, but it feels good. Like it feels like I'm being included in Hank and Catherine's stuff and it's not, but it feels, <laughs> it feels the same. You're giving yourself attention. <laughs> if giving like, yourself attention was as validating as getting attention from p- people you admire, my mental health would be so much better. <laughs> I mean, it's close. <laughs> Love yourself. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Peyton. And one day we'll figure out what exactly our intro is going to be, but that's not right now because we're too tired. Welcome to Reach Me This. Okay. So, how are you? Uh, medium. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. I'm as good as I can be in the current world. Yeah, this has been a week um, Mm -hmm. in the world in general from the shooting in Kenosha of Jacob Blake this week to... The essentially terrorist attack by a 17-year-old that followed that, and all while Trump put his name in the sky in fireworks at the RNC, and and then the whole week wrapped up with the death of Chadwick Boseman. It's been a lot, so obviously it doesn't feel right to sit down and talk about what happened in the week without talking about any of that stuff. At the same time, a lot of people that responded to this podcast last week said that they appreciated us being a bright spot and something kind of fun to talk about and laugh about um, in the midst of everything going on. So we wanted to make sure we didn't neglect to speak about anything um, while also trying to make sure we focused on the positive things this week. Yeah, I think the way our leadership in America at least has been dealing with everything recently has been I mean it's made it so much worse just dealing with it and then you know the response from him and his base has been really horrifying just this year in general has been one tragedy after another especially for the black community and I think Chadwick's death this weekend was just kind of another another 2020 blow and he's such a talent and such a light and such an inspiration for a lot of people and it's just so sad yeah, I think we're going to try and be upbeat for this podcast, and but just know that our hearts and our minds are with people who have had tragedies over this past week and this year, just in general, um, but we're just going to not, not focus on that for the next hour so we can try and have a positive thing to let people listen to. So um, you'll see in our show notes, because we're so official and have show notes, um, we did put the tribute to Chadwick in there. Um, That's actually the most liked tweet of all time on all of Twitter, which is wild. Um, It beat the Ellen selfie as it should have. Yeah. Uh, And then for quite a change of pace right under that. (laughs) um, Oh, how do we describe this? It's a photo of Jeff Bezos and a photo of the Stonks guy. And it says they're literally the same. I've never (laughs) seen two images look more like each other in my entire life. It's the same image twice. Was it this week that somebody put a guillotine in front of his house? A guillotine? Oh my god, have I said that word wrong my entire life? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Am I that dumb? I don't know who's dumber. You being homeschooled or me going to private Christian school. It's a (laughs) toss-up. Either way. (laughs) 
Either way, we're eating the rich. Actually, Hank's the appetizer, so. <laughs> Fair warning. I am in a really poor mood, and I'm just like, Bruh! And then I also have a drink right now, so <laughs> where's this episode gonna go? <laughs> it might be entertaining, so that's good. I hope it's entertaining. I hope y'all find this entertaining. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who listened last week. I'm still trying to figure out why. It doesn't add up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't start with Hank's tweets. So Hank tweeted on the 26th and said, this is the only honest way I know how to answer how are you messages. And it's a screenshot of a text and it says, we are, how have you been? And he said, uh, I haven't checked you. <laughs> That's a mood. It really is. It's so crazy because 2020 has been a year that I feel like nothing has happened, but also like I've been horrifyingly busy and overwhelmed. My mind has been horrifyingly busy and overwhelmed, but I've barely left my room. Yeah, same. Like I'm still, I'm working five days a week. Like I'm working from home a lot. I'm in the office like two days a week, but in a normal year, I'll be working like 50, 60 hours a week right now. I'd be on the road for work right now and I'm only working like 40 hours a week. So I feel like I have all this extra time. And then I feel like this time is going by so fast. But also, like, this year just has too much that has happened in it for it to have gone by as fast as it has. And it's, like, the most mind-boggling, brain-scrambling year. I don't even know. As if I thought time was real before, I definitely don't know. Time is just a made-up concept. Yeah, the fault in our concept of time. Also, on August 26th, Hank tweeted, Lots of people have asked me why haven't you tried to make a platform that competes with YouTube? I tried it once. I didn't get past the design before. I was like, this problem is too hard. This mock-up is from 2012 and has tons of features that YouTube would adopt years later. So it's a screenshot of basically Hank's vision of, you know, a, a YouTube competitor from eight years ago. And I feel like this is a fun game to play tag yourself in because there's just so much, so many hidden gems on this page. Um, I think I am, let's see, can I zoom in on this? I don't know, but I am definitely son of a poop nugget. <laughs> I'm um, getting it on with all kinds of folks. See, that really doesn't quite make sense with you just saying you didn't leave your room, but we're not going to think about that too much. It's an alternate universe, okay? (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I would not be surprised. Somewhere, another version of myself is having a great year. How can we get there? I don't know, but I'm really jealous of her. (laughs) 2021, let's make it the year of no think, only travel. Like, 2020 was... Only think, no travel. Let's switch that up next year. Peyton, I went to London with internet strangers this year. This was no think, only travel until March 1st or March Right. 3rd. It started out so strong. It started out with me roasting you live with Hank, and then it ends, well, I don't know how it's ending, but as of right now, it's not looking good. I'm scared of how it's going to end. Let's hope that Halloween, then Thanksgiving, and then... Christmas will like really wrap it up in a better way. Let's hope that election day gets it in a better way. <laughs> Just hearing you say election day made my stomach turn. It's like 65, 66 days away. Like it's soon. It's like two months away. Mm. Vote. That's so scary. Status. Request your mail-in ballot. Volunteer if you can. Do whatever you can. God. I'm so scared. (laughs) I am too. Keeping on the similar theme, um, Hank tweeted on August 26th, wow, Facebook is a terrible place. Accurate. Very accurate. I saw one of the worst takes I have ever seen on Facebook this week, and I'm not even going to talk about it because it was so bad. Just block it, report it, block the person, and move on. I think, and I think I've been guilty of this too, 
is that when you see something really shocking, you want to share it to, like, share in the outrage with your friends and stuff. Yeah. But really that, I mean, that people will see that even though I might be saying this is ridiculous, yeah. blah, 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 you know, by denouncing it, someone might be like, oh, actually, I, I kind of agree with it. And we don't want to be doing that for sure. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely do that. I share things, like, I rage share them or whatever. It's like hate watching mm-hmm. something. It's giving it, it's giving it the attention when we really don't need to. But, so that was one thing that I saw on Facebook. I think that same day that Hank posted that. But just in general, I've seen a lot of people on Facebook. I don't know if I just have a terrible list of people on Facebook or what. I have been steadily deleting people off of Facebook ever since like the end of May, beginning of June. Even this week, I saw people trying to justify actions that are in no way justifiable, trying to blame people for things that uh, just related to police brutality and the protests that happened this week and all of the tragedies that went along with that, just the worst of the worst is on Facebook, I feel like. Yeah, I'm down to like 140-something friends. And you would think having such a small friends list would protect my feed from like the stupidity, but it doesn't. I am so close to just deleting Facebook off my phone so many times in the last couple of months. But the problem is I'm in groups on Facebook that I use for work. Like I use it as a networking thing um, just because of the nature of my job. There are people that I work with that aren't directly in my like office, in my department, in my school. I work for a university, um, but I work with people at other universities. So we have like big networking groups. And so I use Facebook for that. So I don't want to just get rid of it and not have it right there whenever I need to be involved in a conversation on it. But at the same time, like, I'm just going to delete everybody and only use it for work or something. Like, I cannot. I've thought about doing just my family because I live, for anyone that doesn't really know me, um, we, my husband and I move every two years, and we live usually a thousand miles plus away from our families. And so I want to have a way to show them photos of what we're doing Mm -hmm. without me having to send them directly to them. Like, people can look if they want to type of thing. So that Facebook's a really good option for that because a lot of them are older and don't use Instagram. But dang, it's just hard to not see horrible opinions because it really puts me in a bad mood for the day, which I shouldn't let it have that much power, but it definitely does. Yeah. And I think you spend less time on your phone than I do, obviously. My screen time was down like an hour a day this week. I was proud of myself. That's good. I've just been so bad, especially lately with the amount of time that I'm on my phone, like mostly on Twitter and somewhat on TikTok, but it likes using Facebook and using Instagram and just like checking in on people and stuff. And I don't know, I think part of that is being by myself a lot more. And then also this year has been really weird. Right before we went into lockdown, I moved out of the apartment I was living with with one of my best friends. Um, She got a job out of state that was just too good to turn down. And so I was going to very temporarily move in with my parents and then find another housing solution from there. Um, And then as soon as I got settled back at home, COVID hit. And so it's just been like a weird isolated-ish feeling, I guess. And so I'm like trying to connect with people in a way, maybe even subconsciously, I don't know. But I'm like just always on it. And maybe I just need to take a, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely been on my phone more the past few weeks, especially this week with putting a piece of content out, like last week's pod, like I wanted to see what people said. 
but that was like a positive um, experience. Like that was a very oh, yeah. positive experience. So y'all were so nice to us. Why are y'all so nice? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. I forgot where my brain was going. Welcome to therapy. This is my therapist <laughs> talking to Peyton. I have therapy Friday. I'll let you guys know how it goes. <laughs> Peyton is actually taking care of herself and going to therapy. I'm I mean, Peyton, talk to me. I got a referral from my primary care doctor for therapy in March, and I just scheduled the appointment. So let's not take it too far that I'm taking care of myself. Okay, but you have made efforts. You scheduled with one, and then, like, there's something fell through. Like, I, I've seen you actively making efforts this summer. Thank you. That means a lot. I'm proud of you. Thanks. One day I'll be proud of myself. Today's not that day. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a mood. I shouldn't laugh. That's <laughs> okay. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. Um, oh, on that Facebook, <laughs> we're literally not talking about Hank at all, and it's a big mood. Um, <laughs> when he said, wow, Facebook's a terrible place, you said my Facebook and Twitter live in two different worlds, and it's nuts. First of all, yes, but I, re- <laughs> I replied to that and said nut, <laughs> and then I... It's a reaction image that's a peanut sculpture with a creepy mouth with teeth, teeth, and it says, this pleases the nut. And then I said, leave. And then I replied again and said, it's another reaction image of the same nut, but instead of smiling, it's like grimacing, and it has an evil red eye, and it says, the nut is furious. It wants blood. (laughs) Speaking of nuts, this leads us into the next tweet, which I don't know why speaking of nuts has been a transition two weeks in a row, but you know. This is the nut pod. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to the nut pod. Hank tweeted at both of us, which this tweet has 69 likes. Nice. Nice. Said, walnut fruits are fruits. The nuts are inside the pit. Also, yes, I thought you invented the fairy emoji thing. Also, I'm embarrassed to be listening to a podcast about my tweets, but here we are. Hi, Hank. I'm sure you're listening again. <laughs> it's been a no. downer this time, huh? <laughs> Welcome. This was when we actually found out that Hank was listening. Gabriel says, I think retweet this pod deserves better publicity than that, which I agree. Come on. Mm-hmm. But then I tweeted just not in response, just in general. Do you ever realize that Hank Green is listening to a podcast where you talk about farting on Zoom calls and accidentally stay Stanhole or or are you literally anyone but me? <laughs> Stanhole. Here's the thing is clearly Peyton edits this because I probably would have taken out Stanhole, but this is just a trust exercise because I told Peyton a couple weeks ago, I think this is when we recorded and we accidentally lost the footage. Peyton said that, oh, how do we say it? We were talking about attention. And I said, I like attention, but whenever I can control the attention. And so this is just a big exercise in trust because I'm letting Peyton just choose what goes out there. (laughs) If you wonder why there's a lot more like ridiculous moments of Emily, it is because I'm editing. (laughs) So I definitely cut things out that I say. I would edit if I had a computer that I could download editing software on that works because I have my computer from work. That's like a laptop because I do a lot of remote work. So I have a computer from my job, but I can't like download new software on it. Like this isn't my computer. I don't want to do anything that's, you know, I'm not supposed to do with it. And then I have my personal computer, but I have had that since before college and it barely works. And so I know I need to just get a new computer. My life would be so much better with it. Like I'm a student now, I'm in grad school. I need a working computer. I just need to buy the bullet and invest in a computer that's gonna last. Spending money is hard. (laughs) Spending money is so hard. If anyone um, has recommendations for what kind of computer I should get, you know, just tweet at us, tweet at me, I don't know. I have I've had my computer. I bought it used from one of my husband's friends 
in 2015 and he had had it for like two years so yeah I got it's a big old big old clonker it's a Toshiba um it's covered in stickers it is actually broken like physically broken there's a piece of it missing it's could use some help <laughs> if you saw the technology and that's a very loose term that we are editing and recording these this pot on it would make so much sense to you why it is the way it is <laughs> I'm currently using broken apple headphones from when iPhones still had the headphone jack. If anybody has recommendations for like cheap mics that would work better than what we're using too. If uh, anyone wants to buy equipment and send it to me, please just DM me for my address. Hank, you've done it once. You could do it again. <laughs> Hank, you've got her address. Come on. You have my, no, that's my old one. Hank, oh, please you. DM me again before you send me anything. <laughs> He's like, I will never DM you again. I like blocked. <laughs> how how long are we going to get into this podcast before Hank actually blocks us? Oh, I I would not be surprised if it's t- like tomorrow. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't block us after he uh after we corrected him or made fun of his fruit nut debacle. He only tweeted us to correct us and let us know that Walmart <laughs> are a kind of fruit. I've never heard anything more middle-aged white man in my life. <laughs> like not good job friends nice job on the pod no you idiots well Peyton we didn't do a good job let's be real (laughs) but we tried August 27th Hank said I just asked Oren why he was thinking about something he said I don't know just for play why did I cry that is the purest thing Oren is so good he really is kids are so much smarter than us I think that's what I responded to that just think about it for play just do things because you want to why why can't we it's like this whole thing with adults feeling the need to monetize everything they do. And if you have a hobby, you have to figure out a way to monetize it. And it's just stressful. What's a hobby? This. What we're doing right now. <laughs> well, we sure as heck can't monetize this. It's too bad. <laughs> I replied to his tweet and I said, you, I don't know, just for stress. <laughs> That's a mood. I think about things so often that I know will upset me. And yet, I still choose to do it. And I don't know why. I don't even know that I choose to think about things that upset me or stress me out. They just appear in my head. And I'm like, well, what do I do with this now? Smooth brain, activate. I wish I could turn on smooth brain. I want to stop thinking. Just no think. No think. Only Twitter. (laughs) You definitely do not have to think to be on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) We're living proof. On August 28th, Hank says, fuck COVID, though. And it has 10,000 likes. I resonated with a lot of people, clearly, because fuck COVID. Yeah. Just where I'm at. (laughs) It's been, it's, like, been horrible for everyone, and I know it's just been on different levels. Like, me personally, my husband and I, like, our household, we have been fine. Like, my hours have been cut a little at work, but it's not been harmful to us. We're fine financially, and neither of us have gotten it, so we've been fine, but my sister-in-law has COVID and is really not well at -hmm. this point. She's on a ventilator and has been for over a month. So, you know, it's hard and it's affected people in a lot of different ways. Um, So we just need to all remember to be kind to each other because this has sucked for everyone. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm like, I, my job is the kind of job where I'm able to work remotely. So while my work looks a lot different this year and I'm not working as many hours, I am still working full-time. My income hasn't changed um, because just the nature of my work. 
but there are a lot of people that have had it a lot worse. Um, my family, my dad had to take some time off work, um, which is fine. They're in a position where they can do that. And like, we're okay, but just broader, like in general, I don't know. It's sad. I responded to Hank's tweet. I said, fuck COVID, like not just the part where we have to stay home and cancel concerts and stuff, fuck COVID for being tragic and awful and sad. And I hate it so much. <sighs> I responded and kind of gave the rundown on my sister-in-law situation. I linked to the GoFundMe. So if anyone wants to donate to yeah. that, my brother would really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll stick it in the show notes. Um, obviously, nobody is obligated and obviously people are in very different financial situations right now. But if you do have the ability, um, I know it would be appreciated by their family. On a lighter note. (laughs) Farts are just butt burps. (laughs) I tweeted, uh, I replied to Hank, he tweeted just a little bit ago and said, to answer a common question, I'm not writing any fiction right now because anything I write will not be released after, will be released after the election. And the future in which Trump will win requires deeply different fiction than the future in which Joe Biden wins. And I replied and said, how am I supposed to make a fun podcast when your tweets have been so sad this week? Hank, it's like you didn't think about that at all. And he said, uh, farts are just butt burps. <laughs> he said, nope, never mind. It was better. Before. <laughs> he said, thanks. You're a real one. <sighs> Duality of Peyton and Emily. If butt is legs, which it is not, but if we're following Hank's logic, does that make farts leg burps? What would a leg burp be? Like if air gets trapped behind your knee, in your knee elbow? What's that called? <laughs> your knee bow. When I was little, I, my, like I, when I was learning how to ride a bike and like roller skate and stuff as a little kid, I had like my helmet and my elbow pads and my knee pads and they were all pink and purple and they matched, but I was kind of dumb. And so I called them my elbow pads and my knee bow pads. And to this day, my parents call knees knee bows because I said knee bow as a kid. That's cute. Knee bow. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid, but and it's also like, cute. I'm 24 years old, and they'll be like, do you have a bruise on your Nebo? When I was four, I broke my arm, and so it kind of traumatized me from, like, x-rays and skeletons, anything with bones, and I called everything a ham bone, so. <laughs> Knock on wood, I haven't broken a bone, but I have sprained um, a bone in my hand, and I had a nasty ankle sprain a couple years ago because um, I fell down some stairs. So, didn't you fall while you were drunk at a wedding? I fell when I was drunk at the hotel after the wedding. Okay, that's a little better. My ankle swelled up like a golf ball was sticking out of the side of it, and it was so gross I couldn't even look at it. I was intoxicated. We drove to a random emergency room in the middle of Ohio. I was the only person in the waiting room. They took me back. I was like, they asked me all my information and stuff, and I was like, oh, my friends have my wallet up front. It has my ID and my insurance information in it. And they were like, okay, we'll get that from you when, like, when we need it. And I was like, okay. So they did the x-ray. It wasn't broken. They determined it was a sprain. They gave me an air cast. They gave me crutches. They released me with, like, some instructions on, like, don't walk on it, basically. (laughs) And then I left. And then I realized I never paid. Like, I never gave them my information. I never gave them anything beyond my name and birthday. And so I was like, well, I'm going to call my mom. And so I called my mom the next day and explained what happened, minus the intoxication part. I really hope my mom never listened to this podcast. (laughs) I was like, I mean, heads up, there's going to be a bill coming to the house. And I mean, obviously beyond insurance, I'm going to pay for whatever it is. Bill never came. (laughs) 
<laughs> genuinely like that is the best luck I have ever had was never getting a bill from that I kept all my paperwork from it like just in case something ever came but that was 2017 a different Emily with your last name is like getting a bill for a sprained ankle <laughs> <laughs> bless her I'm so sorry hope you have fun fighting that one so do we want to shift gears a little bit and look at our own tweets because we had some gems on August 25th, we were in a group chat with some of our like original Stan Twitter friends. Like we made this group chat in or, like the summer of 2018. And how did it even come up? I think you just sent a picture. You were like, have you ever seen, you want to talk about people being like too white or whatever. You want to see something. And it was um, your canister of butter sprinkles. Mm -hmm. Do you want to explain what butter, butter sprinkles are? I was walking down the grocery store aisle and I saw this yellow canister that looked suspicious. So I picked it up naturally and it says butter buds, <laughs> butter sprinkles. So I bought them because it said it was good for popcorn, which is not weird. I mean, there's like flavor sprinkles for popcorn, but then I read on there's the There's also regular butter for popcorn. It makes it soggy, so no. I read, listen to this. I read the canister and it said good for potatoes. So what did I do? I put it on potatoes and I got so much harsh judgment from my friends. So instead of accepting the judgment and recognizing that maybe butter bud sprinkles are a little weird, we got this beautiful video. So this is after, like the day before, Peyton admitted that she uses mayonnaise as a dip for her grilled cheese sandwiches. My grandma does that too, so she'll have my back. Okay, I'm sorry, grandma. It's still weird. Mimi, if you're listening, I expect you to be writing a strongly worded Facebook messenger message to Emily right now. I love Mimi. <coughs> oh my god. She's choking on butterflakes. <laughs> I've never put a butterflake in my mouth. Oh, they're good. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna take a sip of water. Okay. He's <laughs> 90 years old. I was born in 96, but my cough says I am 96. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one to edit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Just before this tweet, on the topic of mayonnaise, I tweeted looking for a new co-host because Peyton, I just realized, I just found out that Peyton uses mayonnaise as a dip for her grilled cheese. So Peyton's spot is open. I will replace her. I don't know how it will work because she has all the passwords to everything as well. But if we want to start a little rivalry here, you know, why not? I mean, if you replace me, I'll have to start another pod and I will hire Hank to be on it with me and we will roast your pod. So who would, who is going to be your, your co-host? John. Dang it. <laughs> we don't stand a chance. Speaking of John, on August 27th, you just tweeted, I heart John Green, which is the same day he announced his new book. I need to pre-order it. I haven't figured out how to spell Anthropocene, so I haven't pre-ordered it. <laughs> I do love John Green. Same. On the fence about his brother, though. He gives off weird TikTok vibes. Oh, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing that we do make this whole podcast about him. <laughs> this podcast is about us. We just use his name to get it done. <laughs> Did we steal the podcast that had previously been canceled by successful people to try and siphon the success to ourselves? Yes. Are we having fun? Yes. Is it successful yet? Time will tell. Speaking of our problematic actions, 
<laughs> on August 26th, I don't even remember the context of the conversation, but Peyton DM'd me, I think I'm my own problematic fave. And I screenshotted it and said, at least she's self-aware. Normalize hating yourself, but also being self-obsessed. <laughs> Normalize the <laughs> complex. Oh, you know what just flashed into my mind? And it's a very triggering flashback. Oh, God. The normal people scare me shirts. No. Oh. Oh, no. Didn't Dan have one? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, he had to have. <laughs> I think he did. I think he wore it on the gaming channel. We're, we're moved on now in the show notes to other people's tweets, so it should get funnier. <laughs> so, last week, we posted this episode. We posted our episode last week with absolutely no idea how it would be received. I genuinely expected, like, eight people to listen to it. I thought it'd be, like, Rachel and Haggai and Nate and Gabriel and, like, us. Maybe Hank. And, like, 250 people have listened to it. Like, what? (laughs) I'm sure, like, 15 of them are me. So let's count that in, too. Okay, so, like, 200 people have listened to it. But still, I know that's, like, not a lot, but that's a lot more than I was expecting because this is a very niche. It was a very niche podcast to start with. And then it's a very niche spinoff, and we're literally nobody. So the fact that it's just gotten a good reaction in general, I was very excited about. Um, we got some response to our hashtag McDiggles. Carly sent in this adorable tortoise eating some grass. He's so cute. He brings me so much joy. Ooh, do you watch Tiptoe the Tortoise on TikTok? Yes, I love Tiptoe <gasps> Tortoise. He's oh. big. He's so old and he's so cute and he hurt his mouth and so mm-hmm. now he has to be hand fed and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen and I would give my life for Tiptoe. I would let Tiptoe walk on my neck. I love Tiptoe. This is a Tiptoe stand account now. My, the podcast account is now a Tiptoe stand account and all we do is tweet, Tiptoe, please step on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Just Tiptoe on my neck. <laughs> Hashtag Tiptoe on my neck. No. We went from hashtag McDickles, which is bad, to hashtag tiptoe on my neck, which is worse. Oh, I promise we're not thirst tweeting about a tortoise. I am. So you start therapy on Friday, right? <laughs> so also in things that I think we should introduce to the podcast that I decided without telling, well, I told Peyton, I didn't ask her, I just told her. I think we should include Hank's TikToks for like at least one a week, mostly because he said he was going to delete this one, and I want to make sure everybody sees it before they do, before he does. It's in the show notes. You should watch it. I'm going to play it, though. Hey, what, what, they say, what they say when they finish shooting the music video for a wet-ass pussy? I, I don't know. What did they say? That's a whap. <laughs> <laughs> so full credit where it's due, that um, is actually Tessa Violet's TikTok audio. She did it first, and it was the funniest thing. And then Hank did it again, and... It was mostly just funny because Hank's whole audience is like, why is my high school biology teacher talking about Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion? It keeps replaying. And I just am looking at him doing it and without <laughs> the so audio, the just, just seeing his face. It's so horrifying. He has theater kid energy. He is in Glee Club. You told me I was. <laughs> but Hank has big, Hank Glee. Hank Glean. <laughs> Glean. Oh, God. Tessa Violet, step on my neck. Let's be real. What if she listens to the pod? We make us delete it. I will delete my whole account. <laughs> oh, God. What if Catherine listened? Don't. That just gave me cold chills. 
my whole body went clammy. <laughs> she a clam. <laughs> she has a pearl inside. Wait, that's oysters. <laughs> she got a slimy piece of meat. <laughs> Your tongue is kind of the same thing. <laughs> Your mouth is just, your mouth is just a clam. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Let's do a poll on our podcast account. What's okay. worse, Emily saying Stan Hall last week or me saying slimy piece of meat this week? Okay. We'll post the poll once the episode goes up. Y'all vote. <laughs> I don't even know if you can hear me saying it because I started silent wheeze, wheeze laughing in the middle of it. <laughs> slimy piece of meat. <laughs> There, you have great audio to work with. Ew. I put the <laughs> microphone in my mouth. Do we want to save the reviews for the very end? Do we want to do like art and then reviews? or do how do Let's we- do them now. We live life on the edge. This is our podcast. <laughs> all right. Let's read all of them because I just want to be self-obsessed. I just rated us five stars because I can. Okay. So we got three reviews on Apple Podcasts on iTunes. Um, if you're listening and you feel inclined to leave a review, please do. Unless it's negative, then don't. You will hurt our feelings. Oh, yeah, I'll cry. I'm really sensitive. <laughs> um, but we got a few. This one was genuinely wholesome and made my whole day when I read it. It says, fills the, bo- fills the void is from Overenthused. It says, this rising duo not only fills the gap left behind by the end of Delete This, but also fills the general void that I feel inside of me in the year of our Lord 2020. These two lively best friends humorously navigate being adult Twitter stands and reaction image connoisseurs. I laughed long and hard. This is the show I never knew I needed. I'm going to print that and frame it because that made me feel so good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I think that's Carly, isn't it? I think it is Carly. Because that's the same. Hi, Carly. Thank you for being our fan. That sounded <laughs> conceited. <laughs> our fan. <laughs> our friend. Thank you for being our friend. Thank you for yeah, being don't say our friend. friend of the pod ever, though. I'm just reading Twitter now. This is why I shouldn't record the podcast with my computer open in front of me. My computer is open in front of me and my phone is open in front of my computer and I'm still holding a conversation. Come on, Peyton. And my brain is so small. (laughs) Also in our iTunes reviews, we got an absolutely chaotic mess, which I think sums us up perfectly. It says, this is what Delete This would have been like if there were two Hanks and no Catherine to rein in the conversations and tangents. Very fun to listen to and I can't wait for more episodes. And I think that hits the nail on the head specifically because i think our problem one of our many problems is that for us to do anything as like a duo as the two of us we're too similar like we're Mm -hmm. the exact same person just copy pasted different mental illnesses so we do have some variations excuse me i don't have any diagnosed because i'm a doctors that makes it better (laughs) if i don't get it diagnosed i don't have to deal with it okay um don't take any of our advice Oh, yeah. Oh, if you thought this was an advice podcast, I'm very upset. I would like to direct you <laughs> to not Dear Hank and John. It definitely not Bam. Bam. So I have no idea where to send you. I would like to, de- to direct you to your own therapist. Imagine if we could be on Mabim Bam one day. They had Hank on Mabim Bam, and I would just like to say that I would fit in so much better, and I would absolutely blow <laughs> Hank's appearance out of the water. And I do not, I literally believe that. You are Absolutely. the most confident, self-conscious person I know. It's mental illness, love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, 
this is so self-obsessed. We're just reading our reviews. Okay, so it says, already iconic from Clouds Aren't Real. There has only been one episode of this podcast, and it has already contributed more to the cultural lexicon than any other piece of art by coining phrases such as Stanhole and McDickles. TBH, I think Hank should just give Peyton and Emily his Twitter account and let them... Did you write this? No! (laughs) TBH, I think Hank should just give Peyton and Emily his Twitter account and let them run it. They're clearly the superior Twitter users. In conclusion, I give this five fairy emojis out of five. Also, Stanhole has the same energy as Lady Dor. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Who this? I don't know. Meg. It has to be, that's what I'm wondering if it's Meg or Danny because there's no caps. It's all lowercase. It's one of our people from like a group chat, I would assume. It's one of the original DDB. I feel you like. You think so? I feel like it's gotta be. Hey, whoever it is on Twitter, let us know. Like McDickles it and say you wrote the one about Lady Door because I'd like to know. <laughs> Unless it's is one of our friends and they never listen to our podcast again, then okay. <laughs> If you don't know what Lady Door is, we're not telling you. So sorry. We're saving ourselves the embarrassment. Um, we got mm-hmm. our first fan art. Um, Sophia and Sarah both made us art. Sophia made the cutest sketch of you and I together, of you and me together. Grammar. And it's so cute. You have your glasses. I have my pink tips in my hair. We're adorable. I love this so much. Sarah turned our clown college photo into a true work of art with me and you and Hank with the label of president of the clown college. So incredible. I've never seen art that I cared about more. And I know it's because it, it's of me. <laughs> but wow. my favorite is the little sticker version she made. The fact that you are approximately one third of my size because you're so <laughs> tiny. It's funny that it's like, I know that people that make podcasts do have like stickers and stuff, but the thought that I would ever ever know how to do like some sort of merch or getting a company to help me do it is hilarious I could never and here's the thing we joked last week we said you know like Hank said he'd be our first patron and we joked about the patreon but having a patreon implies that we make content worth paying for and this is not it oh I feel like our patreon would be more like people could count it towards their charitable giving for the year on their taxes we are a charity. It's my new laptop fund, 2020. Oh my gosh. But for real, if anyone can give us recommendations for like cheap equipment that's good, please let us know. We do not have the money to spend, but we would like to have better quality. It's just not Especially possible right now. Mostly just oh, yeah. microphone. Our audio was terrible last week. Shout out to anybody that sat through that. Oh yeah. I sounded like I was underwater a mile away. Um, we had one more shout out. Um, my friend Rachel sent it from um, Reddit because I'm not even on Reddit, but I believe Carly wrote that too. Um, gave us a great shout out on the Nerdfighteria subreddit. We <laughs> Someone in response said, wait, Peyton is a real person? I thought she was an AI created to stalk Hank's social media. <laughs> That's correct. I am not a real person and I am just an AI. And also, thank you for calling me intelligent. Let's see. Oh, we need to give a shout out to our waterfowl friends on oh, yeah. Twitter. Honk and Quack. Honk Green. <laughs> quack Green. <laughs> You're my favorite uh, clown waterfowl. And also, Nate says, I don't want to read this sentence out loud again. I filled my stand hole with the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Easily the best quote of the new retweet this pod episode. <laughs> Jonas you know, and I Jesus. I thought that name 
I thought that naming my account Phil's Thick Booty was going to be the most embarrassing thing that I did, but I surprise myself every day. We had, I feel like we had more people to shout out. I would just like to say seriously thank you to Haggai, Rachel, Sophia, Sarah, Nate, Gabriel, Gabriel, Joseph for helping me. Joseph for helping me um, figure out how to even do this audio. For helping, like, they are like, retweet this promo squad and i don't know why <laughs> and i don't know why carly? i like it yeah carly especially they have like promoted this thing so hard and thank you you're the best seriously this is literally just fun and games we thought nobody was going to listen to this and y'all's response has just been so fun and so uplifting and genuinely made my whole week just all week seeing um reviews come in and people getting excited to see us appear on their platforms that they like to listen to podcasts on. Um, by the way, it should go a lot smoother from here. Now that we finally got Anchor working, um, Anchor was giving us a lot of problems in our first week, <laughs> which is why we appeared on SoundCloud before anywhere else. But we should be able to go straight into Spotify and Apple and everywhere else this week. So that shouldn't be a problem again. I've been literally, I've been looking forward to recording all week. Me too. And that's really pathetic, but there's not a lot going on right now. Well, I'm in one aspect, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to recording this and making this, but also, like, I've just been looking forward to talking for an hour and yeah. stupid. And my mood that I'm in right now versus the mood I was in when we started this, you can probably hear it in my voice. Like, I'm just, this has been fun. Yeah, it's really fun. And it's really fun that we know now that people are going to actually listen to it, which is crazy. And it's kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> But at the same time, it's really fun to think that we can actually have conversation about this and everything. Was that all of the tweets? I think so. Um, oh, Rachel sent me stickers this week. Thanks, Rachel. Oh, yeah. They're super cute. She said she, said she was going to send me a card. And she's like, oh, I have a couple extra stickers. I'm going to stick them in here. And she sent me a whole little vinyl decal of my name and the butt is legs and butt is not legs stickers. Team butt is not legs. And it's just, it, made, it was so cute. My mom was like, who sent you mail from Oklahoma? And I was like, mm. Hey, nope. that's where I'm from. I mean, I haven't lived there since 2014, but that is where I'm from. It can still be home. Yeah, it is. So thank you all for tuning in again, if you did. Um, if you have any tweets you would like us to see, would like us to react to, include in our show, Viral Moments of Joy, um, anything like that, make sure to use the hashtag McDickles, M-C-D-I-C-K-L-E-Z. We are on Twitter at RetweetThisPod. You can check out our show notes there. Send us anything there as well. No one asked, but we delivered. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get better at this eventually. No, we won't. Bye! Bye!